Hello everyone, welcome back to Final Sector, and we're doing something a little bit different for this video. Uh, something I suggested a while back and we thought this is the perfect time to try it out. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments, either by uh, liking or posting your thoughts in the comments, like I said. But uh, we're recording this on Sunday, before the race has started. We have just <sighs> watched qualifying, um, and boy oh boy, what a qualifying it was. Uh I don't. Where do you, where do you want to start? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Maybe this is a new thing we only do when Max isn't on pole. We are coming with a special. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Movie. Yeah. Yes, but that's the main thing, right? Not only Max not on pole. Um, not only Checo not in Q three, the final one, mm -hmm. but um also uh Max not there as well, and not yep. through a crash or an incident. Um, maybe Just lots of tiny mini incidents but it just just through a just car wasn't not being good just yeah. through a car and driver not being gelled on either side of the garage there yeah uh we were going into we were going into you know seeing and practicing you know the, the ferraris being hot which i guess is a big topic as well that you know i, I really you know debbie downed them you were a little more you know positive in our preview they might have been able to do something yeah. and hey it turns out that they were really on it um and that, oh, yeah, and many other teams were on it as well. While Red Bull really just just didn't have it. And afterwards, when they were talking to them, they both just, you know, both drivers and team principals, everyone was just saying it's just having a bit of a stinker. It's a rare stinker. Yeah. You know, we'll see what we can do. But um, that that's gotta be that's gotta be the main headline. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think um, I mean the the thing that Crofty said in I think during Q three, it was like it's the first time since the Russian GP in twenty eighteen that there was not a Red Bull yeah. in Q three, which is astounding in its own right That's a stat. especially That's a stat. again given how dominant they've been all season but you, I mean even leading up to it watching all the practice sessions I don't know how much of those you caught yourself but um that car looked bad like normally yes. you, you can be like oh okay they're you know sandbagging or they're just doing long runs or they're high fuel but that car looked bad all weekend and you, you come to the end of fp3 and he's still max is still complaining about the car and just has no pace at all yeah um and it eventuated that yeah, that car doesn't have pace, and it just looks like an absolute dog to drive. Like well, that's the biggest thing. Sometimes they, you know, say, "Oh, it doesn't feel great," but you look at it, and it still looks good, and it's just quick enough to be there or thereabouts, and they can work through it. Mm. But this car, like over every curb, every corner, it just looked like hell to handle. I mean, yep. we saw no further than. You know, Checo's, Checo's final attempt to do a push lap, immediately the car's just all over the place. He spins, he bins it, right? And you yep. see Max's whole lap. He's just struggling. Every corner, every apex, it, it, you know, just, just nowhere. So they obviously just really struggled to, to you know, set it up. We've, yep. we've often said in a lot of races, they come in, they're a bit slippy, but then they sort it out pretty quick. Yeah, it, exactly. It just didn't yep. happen here, and everyone's surprised. It's yep. a big surprise. Yeah, and I think they even said I, the most recent stuff I've looked up, uh, it's only about four, a little over four hours until the race. Um, Max has come out and said, yeah, they still don't understand what's happening with their car. So yeah. they've basically written off the win. Um, I'm still... I still have it that they could if if they do somehow sort it out because they could sort it out partway through the race as well when they're just yeah. lapping, lapping. They could figure it all out. Um, it is possible he's not starting that far back, which is something we could get into as well. But um, P11 is not entirely impossible to win from if they can get that car right. If the car's Even still as bad, yeah, yeah. if the car's still as bad as it was for the rest of the weekend. I can't see them winning. Like, that car mm. is awful. I can't even see them moving forward. Like, I was going to say, do you even see them on a podium? Because even no. they were saying, look, 
it's it's bad enough that they're struggling, but when that Ferrari and that Mercedes also mm. seemed really on it, like both the Ferrari drivers, especially Sainz, which yeah. I guess we'll you know touch on briefly and soon as well. Definitely, another fantastic lap, even with Russell who was you know shunning it like a gun in that Mercedes. Um, it obviously shows that Hamilton could be up there too. And there, of course, you know, even if Max is coming through, you don't feel like this is a race they're going to, you know, in the past, like, let him through. You know, mm. They're going to fight it tooth oh, and nail, yeah. especially if people like Sainz and Russell are chasing for a win. Colossal for both of them. So they're going to be hunting tooth and nail. Norris that's there is going to be fighting and everyone else in between. The Haas wanting good points, etc. So yeah. Max and Checo being near each other, as you <laughs> say, unless they massively find some pace, some strategy yeah. comes in, whatever... It's going to be tough. It's going to be a real tough day for them. And that means we've got such a treat to look forward to. Not only, hopefully, an epic fight at the front with some contenders, you know, that are still trying to, you know, prove themselves as future champions, but seeing what these bulls can do. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. even further back through the field, we had Piastri got knocked out in Q1, um, which I guess we can touch on as well. Very unlucky. He was unable to complete his lap uh, because of the stroll crash, which uh, you found out literally just before... What was it six minutes ago, ten minutes ago? Yep, yep. Um <laughs> they just announced that uh yeah, Stroll will not be uh racing. Uh they either mm. the damage was either too much or it's because he was feeling unwell or just like not up to up to part of both the you car. imagine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. um he will not be racing at all, but his quite big crash uh did hamper a few laps and Piastri was one of those he was yeah. more than quick enough to to make it through Q1 but just got caught up at the wrong time obviously complaining about all the people backing up again another issue we can talk about where they removed the minimum lap time that uh yes. sort of mostly worked last weekend uh and driver feedback said ah oh, we don't need it here that was do the they... thing it was the drivers that were saying let's not do it mm. we can sort it out we can sort it out on the straight and it was ironic that, um, you know, so many drivers are hampered by Stroll crashing mm. when Stroll, at the start of those laps, was actually near the back of the queue. And he chose to basically overtake, like, eight people. And then he, he ends up crashing yeah. in front of them all. Yeah, so yeah. it's also like, yep. he's gone, I'm just going to get ahead of them. Oh, sorry, yeah. I've, I've also ruined your lap. Not only your setup, <laughs> but also your actual lap, especially yeah. as we say Piastri. And I feel like we had a lot exciting happen, mm. but we really missed out to see what could have happened there because yeah. every... they they. I looked at one point, and again, normally we say, oh, you look behind Max, you see how close the grid is. But even up to this, lead up to these final laps, there was still like nothing between the first and last driver. I think even if you took out the last two drivers, it was like a second like between first and 18 or 17. It was nothing. Yeah, Around was Singapore, which isn't just a short track, it's a long mm. track. And they were saying there's like six to seven tenths on this final run. <laughs> and they were like, literally, it's yep. like the guy on pole is safe and that's it. Yep. And then who was it? It was... Um, Sonoda like, went P1. Sonoki like, went through... Yeah, Sonoki. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki that's went his, through. That's his new nickname. And immediately P one, yeah. and you were like, "Okay, yep. then no one's safe." And, yep. and, you saw and then some both Haas's like went P two and P three. Yes. or and you P4. saw like the um, oh I think goodness. the Mercedes went out on old tires, or mm-hmm. the yeah, they went out on old tires, and they were really near the bottom, and they got lucky. I think Hamilton, Very what was lucky. he like P fourteen, thirteen, fourteen? I think yeah, he was only a couple of spots off getting. Yes, down. and there was all that mix. So, so many drivers probably would have had cold tires coming out the end. So. We could have seen a lot more of an upset. I even, you know, all the chaos died down. I looked at the bottom to say, oh, and who's the upsets? I went, oh, actually, you know, mm. some of those guys that maybe even could have jumped out there, you know, both both the alphas, even like Sergeant, right? Outside of Piastri, which I think is the, you know, the, the biggest of those that missed out mm. um, for that session, could have, could have jumped up and there could have been cars all over the place. So, yep. um, but the main thing is, look, Stroll, you know, obviously that was a, a heavy impact. You, you know, you're on board with it and that, yeah. you know, 
they they went through it in, in a lot of detail given we had that cleanup period yeah very heavy impact very lucky that our standards are so good that you know he could take interviews after and chat good that he's taking precautions you know we said in our preview this race is very straining so obviously they're gonna let him sit out but um definitely that we thought that was going to be the biggest highlight and then of course we had, <laughs> was we had not. Yeah, q2 which is a nail biter yeah, yep. um and really uh, even more ironic our you know our man from across the pond yeah, he's, Mr. The one, uh, he's the Lawson. one who did it at the final it was the one that did term. it um because yeah. i think we saw was it was one of the alpines where we uh gasly go through and he didn't pit max and we thought oh is it going to be possible mm. and then you went oh but there's Lawson there you heard like yep. that yuki had had an error or something he'd had you know yep, a horrible yep. session but um and then we just saw Lawson, you know, sneak through, and he was the one that ended up doing Max, ironically. So, yep, um, yep. you know, full full credit to him. Um, but it is funny when you consider that, yes, it was Max that he actually it <laughs> knocked is, out yeah. on, on genuine pace. Yeah, and I didn't realize until I looked it up just before just how small the margin was as well. Like, it was, like, it was less, less than a hundredth of a second, I think, he got yeah, knocked out nothing. by. So, you know, Lawson, fair play to him in his... Is this third qualifying now? And I third qualifying, second proper qualifying. Yes, you would say. Yeah, yeah but uh, at a track he's mate, never been to, so yeah, yeah unbelievable. <laughs> like that's going to give Red Bull, I think, some questions like, going forward for sure. That's a good story for the yep, post race. See yep, how yep, see where he uh, finishes first. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we had Q two, no no Red Bulls in there. So then you look, then you start looking to Q three, and you you just like who's who's got it? And as yeah, you say. The, the, the Ferraris yeah, yeah. <laughs> were, were really, really quick, which, again, is, it's kind of overshadowed, again, uh, because of the whole Red Bull not being strong thing. But Ferrari were surprisingly quick. Um, like, even they sort of came into this weekend thinking this is not where somewhere we're going to be strong. Yeah. And they've just been... Cons- I think they led every single session, yeah. not Q1, Q2, but like every practice session and q3 they had the, the best time in every single session mm, mm. um and that's not something i think many people expected i definitely didn't expect it at all no um i thought no, it could have been yeah, i think they could have been somewhere there but i just didn't think they had the pace uh, well i mean they obviously had more pace than the red bull but even like the mclaren and yeah. the mercedes i just didn't expect them to be as fast as them but they looked at least over one lap which is important to mention they looked very very quick um, yeah. and then obviously had George and P2 who got very close, but it was less than a tenth of a second between those two Ferraris, uh, the top three, the two Ferraris, and then George and the Mercedes. Yeah. So um, it's it's shaping up to be a pretty damn exciting race, I feel like. So yes. um, I, I, I wanted to ask before we sort of cut this part and then go to our race segment where um, <laughs> Max will probably still win by 30 seconds as they figured out all their problems, but... We're just not going to bother recording it. This is the whole <laughs> this, this is Just this while is we were still excited yeah. and had hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are your... After seeing this qualifying, who do you... What do you think is going to happen? Who do you think's got the upper hand? Yeah, the question is who do you think is going to win, right? Yep. That's really, really hard. Yeah. I mean, Sainz has got the bit between the teeth. We've seen in Monza, he will fight for every position it. we yeah. can get. We don't know how strong that car is in the race. And yes, we've seen that in the past where they've yeah. had good qualifying, poor race pace. That seems to always be at tracks that are very low downforce dependent. Mm. This is the complete opposite where it seems very high downforce dependent. So you can set up for a quality car, but there's like less of a, you know, just running a super flat car that's kind of crap in, crap in aero type thing, right? Or maybe they are quicker in the straights here and then they can stay ahead in the straights and back it up through the corners. It, it's, you know, it's tricky to say... Ferrari first third means with Hamilton a little further back, they could pull a little bit of a strategy. Yep, the yep. undercut here can be insane. 
Um, and you've got a player, and as we say, uh, uh, you know, best stat is in the last five years has been ten safety cars. It's a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred percent chance of safety here. car. They were saying yeah. every single race this, has had a safety car. With this car, type yeah. of grid as well, there's bound to be, you know, if not in the first like, other places, you know, yeah. cars all over the place. So yep, yep, um, yep. I, I beat around the question. I think Russell will really want it. I feel like Signs is on such a charge that he is most likely to get it. I would still love to see something like that McLaren, like Norris. I think he's an outside contender. He yeah. could have a great start. We've seen people make one or two positions on the first lap here. Don't feel that great about Alonso. I know mm. I had a bit of hope. He's yep. still only just there, but he got out qualified by Magnussen, which yep. is full credit to Magnussen. Yeah. But that means I don't have much faith on Alonso there. So mm. I think science is most likely, but I'm still going to go with Norris. I'll put my money on Norris okay. for, uh, sure. for an outside chance. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, you mentioned it. Fair play to Haas getting both cars into into q3 uh magnuson yeah. out qualifying hulk looked a lot stronger yeah, than good him one as well magnuson too yep, great definitely. Yep, turn of form yeah um but i'll I, I was always saying i still don't trust the ferrari in race trim not necessarily <laughs> yeah. not even necessarily their speed because i think they've whatever they've done they've they, they seem to have improved their race pace yeah. a little bit more than it has been uh throughout the rest of the season i just don't trust the ferrari pit strategy especially um, here where it's yes it, it's, it's important not be straightforward exactly it's not and uh i just think that mercedes have the upper hand with that sort of thing so i think it's still so good in that department yeah. i think there's a very good chance that george russell wins this race um and it'd be great to see i think he's yeah. um he's thoroughly deserved it. he's been very quick all weekend again he's been quicker than hamilton you know he had all these questions about oh He's not as quick as Hamilton this season, and yeah. this weekend he's been he's been consistently quicker. The it one feels time like, where it yeah. really mattered, and he he's up there, yeah, right? definitely, yeah, definitely. So I'll I'll bank on Russell winning this one, but it's it's going to be a long race. Uh, I think there's still a lot of twists and turns to be had. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> there's so many corners. <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, slightly less twists and turns than last year. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. I, I really am looking forward to this one. Uh, and it's at a time that we can sort of watch that's not going to start or finish at like 1am, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, a tiny maybe. bit less painful. So, yeah, um... it'll be good. But uh, stay tuned. I say stay tuned. It's going to be literally right after this when we watch the race. <laughs> uh, probably we'll record on Tuesday, so a couple of days from now. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on qualifying in the comments, and uh, we'll see you in about three seconds. Two, one. Well, was that the uh, the best race of the season, there, Kyle? It uh, was definitely up there for me. It was a it we was a, hyped it, it up pretty dinner. well. I mean, yeah. our preview was pretty hyped up, and then our our quality snip was pretty hyped up, and hey, that that was uh, pretty bloody brilliant. Yep. <laughs> and I'm kind of glad we did the quality thing beforehand now because there's a lot to talk about here, yes. and not having to worry about talking about qualifying. Yes, we'll, exactly. Uh, we can get right into it. Yeah, I can probably keep my uh, my thoughts on track a little bit more rather than jumping uh, back very and good. Forth. <laughs> so, <that's, laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, uh, mate, that was. Uh, it, it, it sort of started like looking like it was going to be a real tense sort of, uh, you know, the the long play, you know, wait for someone to pounce for the pits. And, you know, it's yeah, it yeah. was very close to being almost a boring race. Like I actually made the comment. We were chatting. We were live chatting it. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And I actually made the comment. It's like it's starting to get it's like starting to get a bit boring now. And then it all sort of kicked off. But, um, mate, I have I, you have to. Shout out Carlos Sainz for for that win. That was oh, yeah. a strategic 
brilliant play, particularly at the end uh, where he, he worked with Norris with that DRS to, to hold off the, the, the two Mercedes. But um, I, I never, much like a lot of other people, I never really believed that Ferrari would be fast here. And even after they had qualified well, I still didn't expect them to be fast in race trim. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, particularly science. He's had a killer weekend and he's been, he, he deserved the win. Absolutely deserved the win. Yeah, for sure. I think there was there was almost two instances where we could see that it would simmer down a bit. And I think we did get pretty lucky when some other, you know, events not really near the front kicked off to make it even more interesting. Mm. Um, in, in both kind of phases, you could see that although the Ferraris may not have the ultimate pace, they had decent pace, they were chronically aware that they needed to manage things to make things last. Yes, and I guess yep. we've seen that in the Ferrari in the past where even if it can have really good pace... Um, it can then burn through its rubber or whatever, and then, you know, it overheats, it slows down, etc. So from the get-go, you could tell both drivers had been debriefed. I mean, even from the start, they made the last-minute change for, for Leclerc to basically put on the softs, because they said, right, although we've got first and third, if we can get him ahead, then we place ourselves in the best bet to get a, a win here. And um, they did that they at the start. And they yeah. did that, and they, yeah. it kind of worked out perfectly. I mean, it, it's perfectly from the sense they got a win. Yep. Leclerc probably, you know, through some different ch choices, maybe could have finished a little higher, but ultimately he made it clear and the team made it clear that his main goal, the pre-briefing was, let's just try get a win and get a win for science, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he played his bit pretty, pretty perfectly for that, even if maybe he himself could have done better, but he, mm. he can't be upset because the main goal was achieved. Yes. So, yeah. um, so yeah. of course, he's going to be happy. Um, but it, yeah, it was, it was one where he said, look, I think, you know, there's going to be some sort of strategy call that's going to need to be made. It's going to be really important. And it turns out that when things kind of did click, Mercedes did make that call and it seemed to be the right one. But everything else that the Ferrari had done up to that point was mm. just right where it kind of counteracted. You know, it wasn't just like they got caught with their pants down and it was over. And then yeah. it was like, we knew it. We knew Ferrari would just miss that call. But actually, that you know, they managed it beautifully, the, the counter strategy. Um, yeah. So it yeah it was it was great. There's so much little things to go into. I don't know where you yeah, <laughs> where yeah. you want to go. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I mean, we'll stay on the on the Ferrari, but I I, I sure. want to I still want to just talk about the um the particularly that last stint with with signs. Um, we can talk about the Mercedes and there. It sort of all yep. links together, obviously. It I guess does, I guess we I guess I'll just go into that because Mercedes had uh, it was looking like a one stop strategy for most uh pretty much everyone started on the medium and then go to the hards at the end the only ones that mm -hmm. didn't go that strategy obviously was Leclerc who went the softs to get that launch off the line um he got a little unfortunate obviously with the the safety car coming out but uh for the most part and then obviously the Red Bulls and Bottas I think started on the hards and they also didn't really benefit that did too not much. work out well without no, nothing exactly. they could do about it yeah it, it basically it just worked perfectly for for everyone but those three drivers with that safety car yep. but um yeah it was looking like one stop basically medium to hard for for everyone that was sort of towards the front that was mm -hmm. just the way it was going to go and then uh we had that vsc it was i think it was only a vsc it was like after that first pit cycle came through um they had the first pit cycle because of I th I don't know if it was a VSC that turned into a full safety car. I think it did turn into a full safety car. It was right? full. It was full safety. Yes, it was because it was the Logan Sargent wing yeah. damage that scattered debris. It absolutely it, and everywhere. then for some yeah. reason, for like two laps, they kept going even though there was crap everywhere. And the yeah. commentators are like, 
they're going through the area where he crashed and it's like yeah, yeah is everyone just gonna start crashing because there's bits of wing everywhere mm. and they kept cutting to sergeant who was just shredding car everywhere he wasn't slowing down it was like all right buddy he's he really wants uh signs to win this thing or you know mm. not let the red bulls get an advantage here but yeah. um so they all they all cycled through um leclerc I think tried to... You could see he was trying to back up to give some room leading in. Yeah. Cars have gotten in trouble with that in the past, but it seems like he did it just enough to get away with it. Mm. He ended up stuffing himself because that meant he'd backed up too far to where there was still a few seconds for him to get into the box, and then he got blocked by Russell coming out, so he ended up losing back that advantage he he, he had. So whether the team said this is the target you need... The team's less tell them to do that kind of say, okay, you're both boxing, and the driver then kind of tries to, you know, play with their, you know, with the rules, the toys as much as they can to build mm. a gap. But um, it seemed like he did build a bit too much of a gap there and ended up stuffing himself yeah. a little bit. It's, it's worth noting that the team were telling him constantly throughout that first stint to build a gap to signs in front. Yes, they wanted a gap anyway to cover this. Yeah, it was either it was either for management in terms of, you know, because of the high temperatures and the management that yes. everyone was doing. It was either for that or looking, you know, retrospectively, you could say this is what the, if they wanted five seconds, that five seconds would cover yeah. a double stop pretty pretty yeah. well. That's probably oh, both. What it was for both for reasons. I guess yeah. they part knew he was on the softs of the thing. Mm. If yep. they wanted him super early on to say switch position, they would have said it. They obviously had, again, he didn't seem to fight it, so they'd obviously talked about it beforehand. They yeah. said, look, we're yep. going to put you on the softs. Even if you get a good start here, just hold behind, right? And we're going to, you know, you're still on the, the crap strategy. You might just need to box at some point, and then mm. it's it's ogre, right? Um, and it, even up to that point, it was interesting because the, the grid was staying relatively close, and that was partly because signs wasn't pushing it. Yeah. And even behind him, we saw like some of, some of the bulls on that... They, all the rest of the crowd was still together as well. So even if you were trying to box or you were trying to undercut, You'd you were just no going to be in a massive yeah. mess of cars. And yeah, you would not undercut. You'd massively get overcut. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were, Ferrari were likely doing it for, for two reasons. One, to help, I guess, um, give a bit of a gap to, to, to signs in front. Um, mm. and, and I guess to inflict a bit of dirty air behind to try and, I don't know, pull things, stuff around with uh, stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, with Russell, right? Because yeah, yeah. Russell was behind him. Yeah. They even said, form three seconds, and Russell's only a second behind. So obviously they're pretty confident to say, just give Russell that dirty air, don't worry about the DRS. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and to buy it for the, for the stack. So they stacked, they all came out. It was then signs up in front. And then it was George, and then it was Lando, and then it was Hamilton, with yep. then Leclerc behind that kind of trio. Um, and it kind of stayed that way for a while. I mean, they were ebbing and flowing a bit. We had, at that point, seen the Red Bulls come through on the hards, and seen that, particularly on the restart, they were absolutely dreadful. They got we saw mugged, the, yeah. We, I know, we saw the first time we've seen all year, where the Red Bulls just absolutely mugged the both of them. I mean, credit to them. Uh, I said credit to them. Um, Max particularly didn't fight too many things too yes, hard, yeah. but um, Jekyll in particular, I think <laughs> uh, we'll at times was really trying to hold on yeah. um, and ended up taking revenge on a few later on the race <laughs> <laughs> that maybe passed him a bit too easily. But yeah. um, the moral was, although those hards last, if you do go through a slow period or you run them for a while, they could really start to struggle. Yeah. Which kind of meant that Signs again wasn't really pushing. And one thing we heard was, you know, over the radio, basically Signs confirmed his engineer to say, there's easily a second here if for some reason you think I need to push. Yep. But while they're not pressing me, I'm going to take it easy. And even George saying, I reckon he could go two or more seconds faster. So he behind him was obviously like, this is dreadfully slow pace. But 
because it's Singapore, because they were saying you need a big delta, because it's hot, you can't necessarily really push because then you're just going to burn your car, it's going to overheat, and then you lose you know, a, a mm. potential chance at the win. So without this kind of later intervention, would it have just simmered out? Like, I think we may have had a race where, sure, we had an interesting result, but maybe no one went anywhere for the last 15, 20 laps. So I think yeah. we got lucky when we had that last period. And then that's sure. when, uh, I think, yeah, th- this is what we were checking before, was um, we had signs out in front, who there was a bit of like going, oh, well, track position is good here, but then, you know, obviously getting fresh tyres, as we've seen, it, it can make you so much faster. Um, so the Mercedes went in and then Lando was saying he would do the opposite to what George in front of mm. him did. So that's why he also stayed out, which proved critical. And then it yeah. was really, it was really on. We saw both the Mercedes come through Hamilton about four seconds behind George initially. Mm. Um, and they were both racing through. They met up with Leclerc and dispatched with him pretty quick. I think Paul Leclerc was just out of it at that yeah, point. Yeah, those, those old hard tires, it was never a match. He, for yeah. Those... And he was by himself as well. So he was yeah. just a sitting duck, right? Yeah. It wasn't a lot he could do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was important to get past him quickly. I both think they, so they said it on the broadcast as well. As like yeah. Martin was like, George needs to get past this lap. Like, yeah, and he was right because that's the only way they they had a chance. So exactly, both so they could keep up their momentum, mm. gaining several seconds a lap, and as was very important later, which we're about to get into. As soon as you get in that dirty air for a little bit, your chance could be over. And yeah. there was that point where the Mercs caught up. And George had that run on Lando when Lando was a bit slippy out the exit. And even George said afterwards, he, he if he made that place, he almost certainly would have run the race. And he just missed out. Lando drove it beautifully. And after that, although they were close, you didn't see him get that kind of run because then he got in that dirty air and then you started seeing him was over. slip around a bit more. And yeah, he was, exactly. he was losing that grip, whether or not the tires exactly. were just completely gone by that stage or yes. he just again being in that dirty air so much that they were just overheating yep. and he just couldn't have just didn't have any traction but yeah yep. i think he he really had that that one opportunity and once he didn't take that opportunity then then it that was, was just it. like he just had to that keep the it. pressure up to try yeah. and force a mistake and yeah. similar behind him hamilton i think had had amazing pace and to his credit yep. hamilton said after hey if i qualified higher then i would have had the chance george beat me in qualifying Although I felt quicker than him in the race, he deserves to be in front of him. And, mm. I, and I like that about him, you know. Mm. Like, it could be easy for him to say, I was way quicker than George at the end. I caught yeah. up to him, had better tyres. I probably could have gone for lead. You know what? He probably could have. But, yeah, he said, but I wasn't better in quality and I didn't deserve that chance. Mm. So I liked, you know... I mean, he ended up on the, on the podium, as I guess we'll get into anyway. Yeah. But um, it was nice to see that, look, at a time when maybe things could get strenuous between those two, mm. you know, Hamilton was behind, was kind of bigger, you know, bigger headed to kind of, you know, he gave a little bit on the radio, say I'm a bit quicker, but every driver that does that in case the team is going to give them, you know, a bite, yeah, they're going to yeah. throw the hook out there and see. But otherwise, he yeah, just was was rear gunner so um yeah yep. but anyway yeah you, i've i've, I've no, set all up the stage anyway so you can go through uh pretty much all my what thoughts happened well, i mean, I mean yeah, <laughs> pretty much after that obviously you had all that pressure um and, and they were close like, oh, they, you still thought at any time yep. someone could go for something and they oh, were yeah. here and there still yeah yeah but um it was it, without what signs did with his like intentionally giving Norris DRS, which he yeah. said is obviously said himself it's a risky strategy, which it is, but he in a moment like that that was obviously so tense, he was obviously racing for his first win on these really worn tires. Obviously it's it's hot, you know, he's he's been there, he's he has to have such good focus right at mm. the end of this race. And to have the understanding that it's like, 
okay, I can give Norris DRS. He will not have enough to overtake me with that DRS, but it will also give um, give him enough of buffer to hold off the Mercedes, which in turn keeps the Mercedes off me. Like he was thinking all that in his head and executed yeah. it absolutely perfectly um, to to get <laughs> Carlos P one and yeah. Norris P two, uh, which was which was how it went. Um, we, and we... it's not like he was just. Like, he could say, oh, I was giving them DRS, but everyone goes, well, did you have any pace in the pocket, though? Mm. There was a point when they started battling behind that he gained, like, a second and a half, and he was ahead of them. And he could have thought, I'm just going to press it, I'm just going to go to the raggedy edge. But then it was very quickly, almost he dropped straight back, and even saw his engineer kind of give him the update. He's like, yeah, 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 all good, no issue. You know, it's it's intentional, right? It's clear. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so... Off the back of already a great weekend out for last time for him, this is just eclipse that you know we can't say it enough how yep. um he really did did win it. It wasn't you know it was uh, he had to first work time the Red Bulls were yeah. out there, four cars which all could have had it, and uh, you could say he was the biggest brain of them all to really oh, you know, judge it 100%, perfectly. Yeah, so it was absolutely brilliant. Um, yep, and uh, yeah, obviously fair play to Norris. He was the one who had to do all the you know he used to have had that DRS assistant, but he had to try and fight yep. off that as both those fast charging mercedes and exactly, that would have been yep. he's already had a um a uh, a fast charging mercedes in his rear wing uh on course for a race win in yes. the past and he folded under the yep. pressure so this is credit to him that he he didn't it wasn't obviously for the race win this time but um yes. he he didn't fold under that pressure and instead he the, all, the, the, he very almost did fall under the pressure true, you could yes, say he didn't yeah, got away with it yeah. but immediately overshadowed a uh, <laughs> quarter of a tenth later <laughs> yes the uh, the driver behind him did uh, in yes. fact uh, make that mistake russell obviously uh well norris as you say norris just clipped the wall on on that entry um and russell clipped it a little bit more and took himself out of the race yeah. and off the podium. So um, it did seem, yeah, I mean, that's that's how easy it is on a circuit like this, just that's very slight lapse really of concentration. Um, yeah. And it's, it, even that sounds a bit harsh saying lapse of concentration because all he was doing was following, you know, you, you, it's you almost stick behind like the driver in front. But, yeah, I forget how Martin put it. It's almost mm. like, over concentration, like you're, you're like yeah. you're so focused on the car ahead and following them so, so hyper focused. Yeah. It's where you see sometimes like a car in front will you know break too late and the four cars follow them off because mm. they're so like looking at that car ahead instead of the world around them. You know, yeah. Yeah. and you can't blame him. They're right near the end. He knows he needs to bang on, be doing everything to get another shot, um, especially leading to a quick bit just after that section. But yeah, yeah we we saw Norris tap it, and I I said to you immediately, in my brain like I saw Norris tap it. I'm like. George is going to follow him in. Like, I, you know, instantly yeah. I knew he was going to follow him in because he was copying his every move. And yep. it just so happened he hit it that bit harder. And it's mm. it's so brutal here because that's such an awkward braking zone where you do break and that wall kinks out a tiny bit. So it's yeah. already kind of awkward when you want to be close. Um, and then he hit it and then, you know, it's, it was over. He was in the barrier like that. And you got to feel for him. I mean, yeah. you could say it's his error, but it's tiniest thing to do under massive pressure you know it's like like one he's gonna remember forever right like he's never doing this again you know yep, he's the yep. kind of guy where he'll you saw him afterwards he looked utterly dejected yep. like he was like Heartbroken, this is the yeah. worst day of my life but this is also the you know the rebuild of the next phase of george russell yeah yeah it does seem like that yeah um 
Oh, I was going to say something I completely forgot. Actually, yeah, so uh, you... Yeah, yeah. No, all good. So you... We, we were obviously chatting during the race, and I think you made a comment afterwards. If you you asked me, do you think it was the right decision to pit those Mercedes? And I said, without a doubt, definitely. Um, you know, you could, you could look back at that and say, well, was it actually the right decision to pit? Could they have just gotten the easy... I think you need to remember they were also behind... They were were they behind Leclerc at the time as well? Uh, oh no, they were ahead of. No, because Leclerc were ahead was starting of Leclerc. stops. Yeah, yeah so okay, they so still you... had a second and a fourth, but it was almost impossible unless that Ferrari had massive mm. issues up in front. They were going to get a place. So yes, yeah. they could have banked a second and a fourth, but yeah. if they wanted the one-two win, that was the only more way. More amazing. It, yeah. This was the best shot at it, and as it played out, it's not like they went, "Oh, that was so far off, what mm. a waste." They. On you another... had every every chance to go yeah. the other way. You rerun this race, I think like fifty percent of the time the They'll results completely yeah, different. Yeah, you get, yeah, yeah. Fifty percent yeah. of the time one of those Mercedes is is, yes. is in the lead. So For sure. Yeah, but brilliant, brilliant scenes in the end. But I we'll have to talk about um <laughs> some of the other teams, I guess. So, you know, there's obviously that really close knit uh fight at the front. Um we'll touch on Red Bull. Uh Max does still somehow get a p5 despite that car obviously not not being very good at all um he had considerable pace on that medium tire in the final stint he actually got very close to passing leclerc for p4 he was like it leads you to wonder if things played out in their favor yeah at the start people were predicting it out saying those last few laps he would have been like right up in that Let's say that last safety car thing didn't happen, then mm. he would have actually been right near the tail of that group. Such was his actually decent pace on that on that mediums, especially yeah. compared to his teammate, which looked to be nowhere on that pace, even though at the start they were yep. on a similar pace. So um, it was nice. We were so focused on the front, but it occasionally cut to Max, who was like every two laps passing someone. Yep. And then he's suddenly made up 20 seconds on the next driver in a lap. You're like, oh my God, he's, he's screaming yeah, around. Yeah. So um, in another situation, he still could have, you know, came up there to, to play with the big boys. But um, yeah, yeah, it's an overall trend for the weekend. I don't know if you looked up much because, it, it you know, it was kind of not a mystery. The team seemed to know why they were slow. They had some mm. inklings going in. No one is saying anything about, when I say no one, no one that knows what's going on is saying about the regulation changes that came in. Um, How people were suspecting, oh, they clamped down on a few things with the floor and the wings and then Red Bull is suddenly slow. It seems to be the Red Bull in in particular is often designed to be really good when it's quite close to the ground. Like that's part of why even during the whole... um, uh, porpoising era, why they were able to run almost lowest than anyone else and mm. not porpoise, and that's the reason why some teams were like we need to change the regs, and they said just change a car, right? We figured it out, and that you know the, yep. the drive to survive drama, you can see it, it was covered well in that. But um, it seems to be they really came with a car that was set up to be very low here, and immediately they're like, this is way too low. Yeah. We're smacking into curves. We have to raise it, and immediately raising it made the car the slippiest, iciest thing you've seen. Mm. Um, they like tried two different floors, didn't work, um, and so. You know, as much as they have a race car, although they got around some of those issues, it's still overall, yeah, just just had no pace towards all the other teams, you know, at the top, which which did find a car that worked. So mm. that that seemed to be the main reason why they struggled. Just their general setup they brought in, just did they just got it wrong for once. Yeah. You know, they've been what we got the post now about all the confirmed records that aren't going to increase right now. But yeah, yeah, crazy. You know, they got that many right in a row. 
track like this, which is super hard to get right, this is the one they got wrong. And, yep. you know, you, you can't fault them for it. As I say, Max put on a good show, even if we had a, yep. another show to watch. Yep. Um, and still shows they... I just see Leclerc fight him off as well. Just at the yeah, end, yeah, uh, yeah. Kept him off. Good on you. Yeah, well done. Well done. Forza Ferrari. Um, let's yeah, talk let's, exactly. let's talk about the other Red Bull then. Um, I'm, I think maybe even you're getting sick. What a of, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even you're getting sick of talking about this, but um, yeah. You can go ahead, you know. <laughs> I have to talk about that Perez uh, pass. Can we call it a pass on Albon? Was oh, it well, really it a was pass? a pass. It was just, it was, well, it was bad like a pass. It was like horrible a, manners. It was like a T-bone. It was a basic, basically a T-bone, like a crash pass. That's what it was. Like, yes. I, if you haven't seen the video, maybe even post the video. Just put like a put it up on the screen because you've got it. Yeah, and yeah, the DM, yeah, you're the one that. who sent it to me, but... My yeah. God, I, that's something you would see in like a Forza lobby. Like it's, uh, it was so fucking stupid, and the fact that it was unneeded desperation. Oh, it it was. was, yeah, and it's it's annoying because we talked about this. He got the five second penalty, which obviously did nothing for him. Yes. And it's another one of those situations where I'll just send it because the penalty I'll get. You know, I can I can delete that basically. Um, yep. You know, given enough time, and he did. He he managed to get past um, Outbon, obviously by crashing past him and then end up getting past Lawson to, to get P8 and got far enough ahead mm-hmm. of Lawson where the penalty mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And it's like, but you just took Albon out of the points by crashing into him. Like, yep. how is that only a five-second penalty? I, they, they need to look at those rules because this is, like, the most blatant abuse of this rule. Yeah. Um, like, he should not be getting points <laughs> after that. He, sh- he should be dropped out it of the points. It is difficult to call because then yeah. you say what would you apply right like mm. you can probably think of something in isolation for this incident but it has to form around then something that can somewhat be consistently applied in yeah. the in the future right um or at least so well, uh, i feel like i feel yes. like even in the rule you can just have a thing that just says you know for you know maybe more serious incidents are at the you know, penalties are at the the steward's discretion and yeah. then just use it as a precedent going forward. So if you have an incident like this and you can be like, okay, he's done something like this, we're going to give him, uh, you know, a, a 15 second penalty. Okay, so then use that as the precedent going forward. If it's, this happens mm. again, you can look back at this and be like, okay, this is what we gave. We gave them a 15 second penalty. We'll apply that to this too. So I think that's what they have to do is they have to, in the rules, kind of give it that caveat and then when that rule needs to be applied, um, it might seem arbitrary at first, but then use that as the precedent for those incidents mm. going forward. So that's the thing that I kind of got out of it. I just think that the penalty that he got was far too... Yeah. He got and I off. don't think this yeah. is saying... This is this is saying the FIA done a bad job. Like, this, this is yeah, a part of the segment, right? Yeah. <laughs> They still did within... Again, it was technically consistent, right? Yep. If you dive up the inside of someone and you make a bad move, it's generally always been a five-second penalty. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that the Palmer on Alonso Classic was, you know, five seconds is a yoke because that was <laughs> pretty much the same thing, yeah. right? It's the same yeah. case. Well, he got stuffed by it and he said five seconds is a joke. And yes, it was in a it's, it's similar context to this. Mm. But... um. It still was just poor by by Checo. I mean, some yeah. said that his general pace through the weekend was fine. Um, sure, I'll, I'll trust them because I guess they were following more than I was. But yeah. his actual racecraft, his desperation to get past Yuki. Yeah. Looking yeah. at that incident, you could classify it as as a 
as you know, there's some first lap racing incident. <laughs> yes, if he had have done that move on any other lap, you could have said that's probably also five seconds. Yeah. But really, he got lucky that he basically got unscathed from that. And Yuki, as much as he had a puncture, his car was wrecked. Yeah, I well, no, it's really it, hard to blame Yuki for that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I looked up and it was more than it's he, he said puncture on the radio, but after the race, yes, he said because from his yeah, perspective, the, that's what he could feel. Yeah, but, it was like yeah, the, the it's missing, the missing the side pod and the radiator and cooling systems are all fucked up. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's um, yeah, check so I don't know how Checker got out of both of those. Like, I get that I he's <laughs> you could almost say, look. Maybe on the flip side, you know, we always used to say that people like Albon and people like um, Gasly, they said they would just never go for things, right? I mean, mm. technically, Checo's going for things, and he's always done this where he yep. can be yep. overly aggressive. He tries to almost do that Max thing where Max Max is a legend at putting his car in an awkward spot where mm. you'll basically have to avoid the incident. Checo kind of tries to do it, but he's just clumsy with it. Yep. It takes until the, the car ahead till the last minute to realize he's there. Yep. Well, Max from a mile away, you can tell he's going to send it. Yeah. So you know you've just got to give him that room. That's the, yeah. It's almost the difference, right? Mm. Um, yep. So he somehow gets eighth with Max's fifth fair, but it's you can't say this is you know, anywhere near as good a performance as Max no. did. It's no. different sides of if you've given them you know, a rating for their race craft. It's... Yep. Um, appalling really. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean if we're talking about racecraft i've also got a note here about lawson getting p9 his first points in yes. the singapore grand prix a p9 he was disappointed in yeah which is that's saying something yes. as well isn't it that's yeah. saying something um yeah he was you didn't really hear about him all race it's one of those like silent uh you know almost silent assassin kind of things where it's just like yeah you, it's you, always you, p9 p10 they yeah. just pop up yeah. at the end and you go but they got there yeah yeah <laughs> they were 20th at one point and now they've finished there good job yeah <laughs> like obviously he ran his own race he kept out of trouble but he did yep. what he needed to do he made whether it was him or the team they made the right you know strategy and pit calls and you know manage the overheating and the temperatures and you know yeah. the tires he, he did all that well at a track that obviously proved very very hard to do that For um sure. and yeah to to walk away with with points in his what is his what third race like <laughs> third race second proper weekend second proper say, weekend yeah. which is pretty unbelievable that i've obviously got you know a lot of people saying now pretty seriously saying he needs to have a seat for next year and that also comes off the back of the fact that there's rumors going around that they're about to sign Yuki and Daniel for AlphaTauri for next year and it looks like it's going to happen Seems at to Japan. be yeah yes that either He's definitely in for 2025, basically. Mm. Um, or the other potential, especially if Mr. USA over there continues That's the other to smooch into yep. the barrier, is whether Red Bull are happy to get the, the change out and put him in next to Albon, which wouldn't be a bad case because they kind of know what Albon can do. So yeah. they actually have a good benchmark as well. That's but very true, yeah. That's really the only chance he's got. But I guess in his case... He is proving himself very well, and he's almost guaranteed to be on that list now, like the Piastri, to say mm. if if Red Bull can't even get him a seat for 25, someone else is going to take him because That's this has yep. been amazing so far. And you'd suspect, given we're now going, you know, we'll go into, I guess, in our preview, now yep. that next weekend we're going to attract, he does know and he loves it. You'd only expect this to improve, um, yeah, you know. Definitely. So, um, but still, the fact that, you know, he came out of here, he said that both race starts so far that he's actually, I guess, you know, started in the middle of the pack. Um, he's lost a few positions and he feels really upset about it and he wants to mm. really practice that. Um, like, that's the first thing he's saying. You know, people say, great job. He's like, ah, but my start was crap. And yeah. you go, 
but who cares and he's going no 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 like this is serious you know he wants to be doing the best he knows he can do and if he's not hitting that he's not happy and he's the he's the youngest guy on the grid basically (laughs) saying that you know that's why they say he's that classic it's that he's got the same approach as piastri you know he's they're very new and you know but they're almost different to people like yuki when they came in or like max that came in that are very hard gonna got that speed but Mm. maybe there's a bit of that bigger picture they lack you know they're just gonna go 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 while now this kind of you know newest gen seem to have a little more, more bigger me- picture you know more methodical it. yeah yeah not just chasing the highs you know and that's it so i'll um, be there for the long term yeah yes it's good to see yeah. does raise an interesting position where they're gonna put him and of course we hope that ricardo you know does does get better and we do see mm. him back but um yeah we'll, we'll have to see he's yeah. still um yeah i feel like he deserved p8 though that's why i was almost yeah. like just give checo the 15 seconds that's what i mean the PA, yeah, that yeah. Felt better. <laughs> yeah he definitely deserved that from what i heard i don't know if it was actually true but apparently perez got a bit bumpy with uh lawson going past him as well which again yeah. doesn't surprise me after watching the uh the album moves so yep yeah um yep. anyway uh let's talk about well i guess the only other team i really have notes on is uh as <laughs> Boy, Aston Martin had a weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, you know, for our preview for Japan, we're doing something different. We're not going to talk about predictions. We're going to just go straight into it. So <laughs> yeah. don't, don't look forward to that. There's yeah. nothing to talk about there. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, Stroll didn't race. We, we talked about this in the qualifying part. Um, yeah. But we had Alonso. Yeah. Alonso looked okay. Like, obviously, there was some... It talks about how he probably should have been, you know, at least that Aston Martin probably should have been a bit quicker here in particular. Um, yeah. And he started off okay. Like he was sort of there or thereabouts, but again, so was everyone in that Towards first Towards the bottom of that top 10 where he's yeah. been for a while now, right? Seems yeah. to be the best that that car's been for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and then, it, then it, rather than staying there. Yep. Well, then, yeah, then we had the, uh, you know, the safety car and he pitted, uh, well, he, he tried to make the pit entry uh, and failed, earning himself yeah. a five-second penalty. Um, pretty bad, that yeah. one. <laughs> and then he tried to follow um, the Mercedes in to do the, the two-stop, and you think, oh, this could bring Alonso back in, even though he's got that five-second penalty. It's like, oh, this this could be what he needs to, to make yeah, a charge yeah. back through the field. Uh, and then they held him for 25 seconds and it's like oh dear this is uh yeah. this is not good uh and i believe i, I had i had so many notes i, I sure something else happened later in the race i think he just went oh, straight on he or something just, yeah spun himself out so yep. even though he still could have got some bottom points yeah he had a massive spin and then finished right near the back yep. so um good job he came out of the car I mean, he was on the radio saying this car's undrivable. I mm. think that was part frustration. Yeah. It's funny seeing that contrast where at the start of the year he was saying this car is beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a rocket ship, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the same with Max saying this car's undrivable. You go, is it? Is it yeah, really undrivable? You're just having, you know, a bad day. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's part of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Astomut thing is interesting. It does just seem to be the trend that they've just been outdeveloped. They started really well. They brought some updates, but others just brought better updates, yeah. in particular McLaren, even Alpine to some degree now. Yeah. Um, so you could say that they've just been outdeveloped. Whether that's because they're switched early to next year, who knows, right? Mm. But um, it's obvious that, yeah, that I think... I'm not going to say he's done with the season, but he obviously knows now, you know, that, that yeah. trying to get that win through the end of the year. You know, if they weren't going to show pace here, they're not really going to show pace anywhere else. You know, it that's, seems that's that part way, of the reason yeah. that I, yep. I was judging for them. Um, yeah, judging yep. for them, going for them. Um, 
but it didn't go well for, for either car. Probably their by far their worst race of uh, of the year, which ah, is unfortunate. Yeah. But um, we'll just have to see how they regroup and come back next week. Which again, in theory, could be a track they could do okay on. But yeah. hey, we'll yes. have to see. What everyone else seems to be on a like high. Who knows? We've been right? saying that for half a year, so I yes, I don't. He has anyone. lost. I think his um third place in the standings now as well. Really? Yeah. So okay. I believe Hamilton's ahead of him now. And that team could be slipping back further because as much as he has many points, um, he's the only one that has many points in Correct. that team as well. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, it does not help. does not help. Yeah. Um, you did mention Alpine as well. I think it's worth uh, pointing out a couple of things. Firstly, Gasly getting, was it P6, I think? P6. Uh, yeah, well under him. Again, sort of uh, a little under the radar for that race and that yep. Alpine did have quite a lot of pace. Obviously, Ocon went out. Um, with what's suspected hydraulic or gear issue, looked like he got stuck. I think in they said it was gear. gearbox failure. Yeah, yeah, he was stuck in six when it all failed. But he was actually running ahead of Gasly as well. He could have been fighting um, a, at least a place or two higher. I feel like with the, the pace yeah. he was showing. Um, so it's it's upsetting for Not him. Not just the pace, but the racecraft. Yeah, he was, he was some fighting. amazing things yeah. out there. He was as much as everyone else is feisty. You'd mm. say he. He had the bit between himself the most. I mean, it's, again, hard to say where it played out. He might have, you know, been been ahead of Max or near mm. him at the end, you know, in, in fifth or even near the Claire. Like, he, that, that car was good, and, and he was gunning for it. You know, yeah. I think even Gasly was a while behind him when that incident even happened. So, yeah. The fact that Gasly went through was a case of what happened. And he, you know, when he got out of the car, he was so upset you know he was it was obviously just in yeah. the zone for the first time in many races mm. um well I, I feel like cruel, cruel um, fate just hit them I, I feel like Ocon's racecraft like I've seen it a few times this year now like I feel like we're talking about his racecraft a lot like compared to mm. compared to others I feel like his racecraft has gotten considerably better particularly this it year has. he's yeah, yeah he has probably one of the best in terms of moves maybe because he's in the middle of a pack uh, and having to fight through a little bit more than some of the other teams. But I feel like his racecraft is unbelievably good this yeah. year. It's very, very strong, and I think it's very underrated. Uh, I think he's doing exceptionally well this year, and he has just, yep. he's been very unlucky, hasn't he, this year? I feel <laughs> I feel like Ocon's just sort of gotten the, the, the short end of the stick uh, a little bit. But... Um, yeah, I we'll have to uh, one to keep an eye on for the last few races. You could say them, you could see them potentially with a few you surprise know, giant killing races yeah. if if they get a uh, if yep. they get everything together and working. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah, see. definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any other points unless you want to talk about anything else. No, but... I mean we can. Yeah, we can touch on a few. I mean, it's a shame that Albon didn't get points because again, yeah. this is a car they you know circuit they really shouldn't have been that good in, and the fact they made Q two, I think, with him was already pretty good yeah um so the fact again we go near the race and we see albon like fighting for the last points positions like he's just there again you I just expected you. him to start at the end and finish there I, and then he's up there which, I, I did mention that uh, in the yeah. preview i'm just like ah, oh, he'll be there he's just yeah, he's yeah. just gonna be he's so, gonna be top um, 10 now yeah so. it's a shame he couldn't prove what he did it's mm. good to see i guess magnuson you know yep. both get a point and probably for the first time conclusively have the pace on Hulk. Yeah. I wouldn't say Hulk was slow either. It's not like Hulk just fell off the pace. They both made Q3 around a track, you know, that, you know, is tricky to see if it's going to be for them or not. Yeah. You really can't tell. So I think both drivers were just on it this weekend and Magnussen even more so. So if he can continue to do this, you know, that team's going to love that and they can potentially yeah, you know, have a good fight for some of those lower positions, which um, 
we don't really look at the lower positions of the constructors at this time, but mm. really anyone from 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th could flip in an instant. So it's important they're yep. all on their air game when it counts. So yep. um, Definitely. Kev, Kev did pick up that point. Alphas seemed nowhere again. You kind of forget that they're yeah. there. Uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've both been re-signed, right? So I guess yep. they've got that over the yep. the hill now. So we'll just have to see what happens uh, uh, next year for them. Yep. Um, see what happens when Porsche wins P- F- P- uh, F2 rather and yes. uh, doesn't get a seat and what team yes. he ends up at after. The Porsche, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll have two drivers on the sidelines. Yes. One, but, um, yes. <laughs> maybe one lesser than the other. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think there was there was much else to touch on i guess piastri got we talked about now in a preview which you would have just previewed to race which you would have just heard yep. before yes <laughs> yeah um, qualified and got really unlucky and fought be- back to that seventh so pretty good again yeah. that mclaren obviously you know as we saw norris of course had good pace but obviously that car was very strong here yep. um another weekend where really for a few weeks now we haven't seen both of the clarins do so well in such a long time to mm. see what they could do working together Japan's probably going to be one they can do well with a few other circuits as well. Yep. So I still maybe see a race where they're both, you know, fighting fighting for the podium together. But um, hundred percent. You know, we'll get to that when we get to it. So still good to see that uh, he's still, you know, uh, performing very well under a um a high pressure circuit he's not been to before. Yep. So, um, yep. Yeah, I think I think that's that's all I really wanted to yeah. chat about. <laughs> no, good. No, I really enjoyed this race. Uh, hopefully, everyone listening also enjoyed it. Let us know your thoughts. Um. But yeah, he was. I love Singapore. We've got to go there one day. We got. We got to. Oh, we, we will. Get there. We will. Gotta get 100%. there. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, thanks for for watching or listening, everyone. We'll be back very very soon with our uh, Japan preview uh, double header yep. this weekend. Also looking forward to Japan. Another one was at available time for us as well. So suck at yes. Europeans. It's our time. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah. Uh, Yeah, stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye. Ciao.